When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy, 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 happy Friday. If it's a Friday when you're listening, happy Friday. So two people walk into a restaurant and they step up to the bar. It sounds like a setup for a joke, doesn't it? But I, I assure you what happens next is a whole lot more serious. I have a friend. His name is Joel Com. He's a New York best, uh, New York Times bestselling author. And he has a favorite question he asks people. He wrote a book about it called, So What Do You Do? It's a great way to open doors. We'll talk about that. But, but I have a client who was asked that question and her answer changed her life. And it was so simple. It was so cool. And I'll share it with you today. And I'm thinking it'll probably change yours too. Has that kind of power. Hang in there. It is the Daily Boost from MotivationToMove.com. Life begins when you move. I was contemplating motivation today because that's kind of, I'm kind of obsessed by it. Way back in the beginning, I was like, okay, I can motivate myself. I can motivate anybody else. And very quickly, within like two and a half hours, I figured out that, wait a second, life gets in the way. Now what are we going to do? The disruption shows up. So I kept looking for it. I said, okay, well, is it inspiration? I said, oh, well, not really. It's a Motivation comes before inspiration for sure. But what comes before that? Where does motivation come from? That age-old question comes from deep in the mind. And lately, I've been digging in to cravings. Because you crave certain things in your life, don't you? And what I've noticed is that when we crave certain things, if we use it for good and not evil, it kind of leads, because if you crave a good thing, it kind of leads to that motivation you want, right? We'll talk more about that here in the future. Because the whole goal is this. It's really simple. Whatever dreams and desires you have, and you should get them because you deserve them. Why? Because you're breathing. That's it. But it's going to take a little bit of challenging work throughout every single day to overcome all the stuff that gets in your way. And that's what this show does. We just get over stuff and keep moving no matter what happens. Honest about it. Take it head on. Keep on moving and come up for air and do it again. My name is Scott Smith, founder, chief motivating officer here at MotivationToMove.com. A question every single Friday before we get to our story and our, our strategy today is how do you want to feel? This is really cool. We talk about this all the time. Being an emotional or a logical person, you are an emotional person. So when you at least ask yourself, how do I want to feel? You probably say this all the time. I don't want to feel that way. Why does he make me feel that way, right? Well, just ask yourself, how do I want to feel? And answer that question. I guarantee it's going to be a good thing. The more you do it, the more those neurons begin to fire up there, the more your your unconscious brain, the thing, the reptilian thing way down there, the more it says, gotcha. I got your back. We'll make you feel good. So ask that question today when you get done. How do you do it? It's pretty simple. When this podcast is over, yeah, the music goes away, just stop it, pause, and say, how do I really want to feel in my life? And give a second for it to come to you and watch what happens. It's very, very powerful. 
So how do you want to, uh, um, we asked that already. So what do you do? So if you're a guy, you might hate to go to the doctor. Even if your wife is telling you, you need to go to the doctor. You're busy. You don't have time. But if you're having an ED issue, you might be a little bit embarrassed as well. So let me tell you about Hims, our sponsor today. They have changed men's healthcare in a big way. The process is pretty simple. It's 100% online too. Just answer a few questions and a medical provider will determine your options with doctor-tested ED treatments like chewable hard mints, brand names like Viagra, or generic alternatives for 95% cheaper. Skip the doc, get your sex life on track right now. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash daily boost. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash daily boost for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash daily boost. And now I get to use my radio voice. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. <sighs> subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. What do you do? A simple question. It's something you probably have encountered before. If you're a salesman or go to conferences, things like that, you know that one of the easiest ways to get a conversation going is to ask somebody what they do. Frankly, I have found that when the conversation comes around to me and I want to distract from me, I just say, uh, so what do you do? And boom, instantly it goes over to whoever I'm talking to and they love to hear somebody asking about what they do. So it's a great way to start a conversation. But my friend, Joel, wrote that entire book about that. And he's a really good networker. He got a big, he's the guy that invented, by the way, the, uh, the fart app on the Apple app, Apple store, app store. The first one ever. Now there's so many, they stopped accepting it, but he's the first, he's the original and he's still making money from it. It's kind of cool. But then he wrote a cool book too. So asking a simple question like that, I tell you, if you learn to do that, so what do you do? Just do it all day, every day, no matter where you are or some version of that, it will propel hours and hours of conversation as proven by my clients. So let me tell you about her. I will not say her name to protect her innocence. Not to say she's innocent, but in this, at least she is. While attending an event, she was right there at the bar. And a gentleman, I think, it was a man, I know that, she told me that. He was standing next to her. And he asked, so what do you do? Must have read Joel's book, huh? And her quick response was to say, anything I want to. And when I heard her say that to me, I kind of smiled because it's kind of my thing too. I, I, I've been able to say that. It's a little block sometimes when you say that. It's like people don't know what to say about that, do they? Like when somebody asks me what I do, I say, I talk for a living. They have no idea what to say about that. It, it blocks too hard. But anything I want is intriguing and curious. You could see the question marks, I'm sure, rising out of the ears and the eyes of the guy who asked her that question. So what do you do? Anything I want. How would you respond to that? Now, frankly... My client's answer wasn't the de facto narrative she had spewed out for many years. And I say spew because, man, we get the, we get the story we tell. We get the elevator pitch. We get our, our log line, whatever you want to call it. It's that thing you say instantly to let people know exactly what you do. And it used to be a 30-second pitch. The elevator pitch was at the right of the elevator. Now I think it's more like nine seconds so we can get a goldfish to understand what we're doing. But she's nearing retirement, early retirement, younger than I am, and she's retiring. Retirement is overrated. I don't think I'll do it. Still, the next phase of her life is kind of unclear. I think a lot of people get that point in life. And, and listen, I don't care if you're retiring at 20, 30, 40, 50, if you changed directions today. it's it, it, Even if you know what you're going to do, isn't it unclear? It is. So you have to be 55 or 65 or 35 or 25, whatever. You can retire anytime you want to, but it's going to be unclear. And she knew that. So her de facto narrative for over the years was this, this ID, this identification that she had, this identity about who she was, and she got so good at saying it in all the years of networking. Does it sound like something you may have done? 
And now she's going in this new phase and she didn't know what to say. So her default answer now became anything I want, which is kind of a defensive way to do it. But it's kind of cool because all she said to me was, Scott, I wasn't going to talk about my past. I didn't know quite what to say about my future, but it scared me to death. So I just said anything I want. So when I heard that, I loved it because it, it, what it did, it gave what I called a transitional identity. It allowed her to at least park herself on that phrase, anything I want, and be proud of that and stand there. And she didn't really care what the response was going to be. But what happened was, even though she was so fearful in her own mind about this change she was making for herself, she was more fearful of what others would think, what others would say. What would they do with her response? anything I want, what would they do? She should not have been that fearful. Because what happened was this. Even though she didn't know what was going to happen, she didn't want to talk about the past, didn't know how to verbalize the future, but she was going to say something. But when the gentleman said, so what do you do? He did so because it was an excellent door opener that allows us to kind of talk about ourselves or somebody else's interest and not ours, like I said in the beginning of the show. Something everybody loves. It's also an opportunity to do what my client did and to give a very honest answer that in her case and in almost every single case will actually stimulate conversation of the person you're speaking to. And what I heard about this, and I heard it it was just a couple days ago she told me about this, was that when she gave that what might have been a flippant kind of crazy answer, but an authentic real answer based on where she was in her life, and she delivered it in that way. It wasn't anything plastic about it at all. It was real. They had an hours-long conversation. Because his, his response was, anything I want. He said, oh, and what do you want? Natural, right? And she said, well, I'm, I'm retiring early from a long career that I'm not going to do anymore. And I have so many plans, but I don't really know exactly how it's going to play out. So right now I'm, well, I'm doing what this guy Scott says. I'm exploring the possibilities and doing anything I want with no commitment whatsoever. But every day I'm figuring out a little bit more. So, what do you do? If you're like me, you say anything I want to do. That's all self-centered and inside, isn't it? That's a, well, as I got to tell you, every single one of us are better off when we reach outside to connect with other people, when we understand that it's not about being just selfish. It's about really expanding yourself. But at the end of the day, we have to take our breath in and we have to take our breath out. We are in control of that. So, yes, <laughs> maybe it's a little selfish, but that's how life is. You figure that out. All the rules of life are changing because that's the way life is. And you got to figure out that stuff to get what you want. Hey, coming up tomorrow, we're going to dive into curating your life a little bit. I was in a museum and it dawned on me that this big mess of a museum was curated really nicely. And I love to curate my life so I know what I'm doing, what I'm presenting, and what other people are hearing about what I say. We'll talk about that on oh, tomorrow, Monday's show, right? Hey, have a good weekend. Join me at Facebook, dailyboostpodcast.com slash Facebook. We've had a huge number of people coming this week. Lots of conversation happening. Love to see you there. Have a great weekend.